Got two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah. Brand new columns. That's me. And just in brown for your moving needs. Media popcorn. Woo! You haven't seen it? Well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if you get pissed, it's all your fault. Uh. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, old nigga Justin. How dare you? Hey, everybody. I'm Eddie Collins. Guys, this is Justin Brown. And we're Medium Popcorn. And we're not spoiling this movie. No, 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 no. We're spoiling. We're not spoiling. Uh, just as I said, I'm stuttering now. Because I'm, I'm upset. Because I'm upset. Because, Justin, because Justin, you've abused your power. Why? Because for your birthday shows, you know, we get to, for birthday shows, we get to pick the movie we want to do. And you were like, what's a movie that's going to make Brandon insane? Surf Ninjas. <laughs> and. You know what's crazy is, as a kid, I think I enjoyed this movie. I remember watching this on VHS several times in the Bomb Bomb Orang and the Sega Gear and shit like that. I used to think this movie was cool. Now, as a grown adult in my 30s, this is one of the worst things I've ever put on my eyeballs. <laughs> you know this, like, ruined the Ernie Reyes Jr.'s career, right? It did it? Yeah, he, like, lost his development deal because of this movie. Mm. <laughs> he had a three-picture mm. deal and shit. Mm. Mm. Um, bro, bro, this movie's so bad. And Rob Schneider's twenty-eight years old, played a high school kid, which is crazy because like Rob Schneider looks like he's like sixteen in this film. I mean, he doesn't look well. They did not do his makeup well. He looked way too pale. He looked sickly. He he looked like ET when ET was like sick from not being home and shit. When he's like Elliot, (laughs) he looked like that nigga. Elliot. By the way, I refuse to watch E.T. because of that scene. That scene fucked me up as a kid. Why? That was so scary, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> but Surf Ninjas. Pieces, pieces, nigga. <laughs> First off, right. this is how crazy the 90s were. They show us the, the, the main kids. They show us the, the older brother and the younger brother. And they're surfing. And then they start showing the credits. I've, and there's implying that the kids are still surfing, but we're like, we can clearly tell that those aren't the same actors. Yeah, I mean, Brandon. I mean, is that your big gripe with oh, the no, cinematic no, 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 no. masterpiece Surf Ninja? Oh, how dare that, that you, how dare that you, you got the, cinematic that you could tell that the stunt people were out there surfing that these guys weren't asses? Come on, Brandon. You were talking out your ass. You were talking. You know this movie is trash. I don't know what you're talking about. This this movie is a rebel. Do you genuinely like this movie? Bob 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 Rum Bob 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 Rum. I was thought they were saying Bob Ran. No, the guy's name was the Bob Rum. Ah, and they changed it. Okay, but it is Bob Ran, right? No, it's Barbara Ann. Oh, I mean, you know, I'm not Barbara Ann. She kissed my hand, Barbara Ann. Damn. Okay. <laughs> you got me rocking you know and words? rolling, rocking in the feeling, but a boom, boom. Bob, 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 Bob. Yeah, Brandon, like, come on, bro. <laughs> well, all- first of all, does it really matter? Because this movie is so bad and so stupid. Okay. 
What did you like about this movie? Uh, well, as a kid, I can understand why we like this movie. Because it has video games for no reason. They never explain how okay, that works. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I will say, I have to say, I will, the first things first, the little brother with the whole video game thing, that was fucking <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you're not supposed to use that, but like, you that was. use that. Yeah. That, 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 that was it's that not was 1993, bro. <laughs> well, I mean, this movie is in 1993, but that was that was god awful. That was so stupid. They could have done that in a completely different way. I know they were trying to get up with the times and and you know throw some branding into that because I I forgot what uh what handheld that was. The Sega Gear. Yeah. Okay. The Sega Gear. Um. So like yeah, they were you know pl- product placement at all but that it it didn't work that was so stupid so stupid i will i will give you that that was so stupid but, well uh so this was actually um yeah so the sega gear was the answer to the nintendo's game boy and this film was originally going to feature a game boy instead of game gear but uh because it wasn't sega color gear. at the time i guess it's called game gear sega game gear i used to call it sega okay. gear um yeah okay but yeah, so I think the video game was specifically made. Yeah, the, there's a real Serpent Ninja's game for Sega Game yes. Gear, but it's completely different from what Adam was playing. However, the game Adam plays in the movie is also real. It was developed by Sega exclusively for use in this movie. Yeah. So was this whole movie meant to be like a marketing campaign? Yeah. I mean, every movie in the 90s was uh, was meant to be like a marketing uh, ploy. True. The product placement in movies... And, and TV shows and like music videos was crazy in the 90s because that's when all that stuff really started to take off. Yeah. And then they were just like, yo, everything, every they were just shoving it thro- down our throats on a daily basis. Yeah. Like like uh, movies like this, movies like this is, is like it, they, they kind of exist in the time capsule. They don't do this kind of stuff like to this extent uh, anymore. And why did you like this again? Like, when did you stop liking this movie? I never stopped liking this movie. Oh my God, come on, man. So now, first of all, we have Ernie's Ray's, Ernie Ray's Jr. And as well as movie. and Senior in this film. Father and son, both uh, martial arts, both stuntmen. Both terrible actors. Doing, doing their work. Doing their work. No, they're not. Yes, they are. You t- you're saying that terrible voiceover is good, good work? What do you mean? The the terrible voice over at the top. You know what Zach would have fucking What you talking about, Brandon? <laughs> I wrote down several times, this voiceover scene is so insane. The, the comedy was crazy. We have Tone Loke. Uh, that's how you say it, right? Y- yes, not Tone Lock. <laughs> tone I, I didn't say Tone Lock. I'm correct. You know, I made sure to say correct. Uh-huh. We have a black man. That randomly pops up at an Asian island. Just acting like it's all good, baby. He's a detective from Venice Beach. <laughs> like, what's he doing there? So I'm just gonna drop this on you because I was watching this. You know, I was watching this, and uh I'm sitting there looking at Tone Loke, and I'm just like, yo, I I, I noticed Tone Loke, but he looks mad familiar to me. Bro, Tone Loke looks exactly like a guy that i uh, used to work with i'm talking about like i i i'm i'm maybe convinced that this nigga's a, ch- a time traveler like <laughs> like like you know i mean maybe Brandon, Tone Logue needed to work and so he was no, working with you at some point. I, I reached out to him and was like yo 
are you sure you are not related to Tone Loke? Like he's not really your daddy or your uncle? Uh, he he started laughing. He's like, no, what are you talking about? Why? And I sent him two pictures of Tone Loke, and I'm just like, he looks like your uncle here, and he looks exactly like you in a younger picture. And I started sending the other people that we worked with, and they're just like, oh, shit. It looks just like him. I think this nigga's a time traveler. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Aren, nigga, you from the past, the future? I don't know, but you also tone loped. Just saying. Okay, so about the movie that everyone can mm-hmm. understand, because you're yep. talking about some dude that none of us know. No, nobody knows. I know, but like it's been it blowing is, my it's mind. It's your birthday all day. episode, so you get to go over random tangents that no yep. one can understand. Yeah, uh, that's what I do. By the way, that place that they were living at in Venice Beach would be worth a lot of money now. Oh, yeah. for well, I know back in the day that shit was like the hood, but like, yo, that'd be worth like millions now. Yeah. And they probably didn't keep it because they went to go. Well, these aren't real characters. And also, um, the, <laughs> I mean, the whole thing with the, the white dad took him from this island to protect. I was mm-hmm. just like. First of all, when he came to the States, there would be so many fucking questions about this white man with these two Asian-looking boys. <laughs> there would be, there'd be a lot of... I, I, would there, though? Would there? Because this is also the 90s, and if you came in with the, with, with the child of color, it would be like, oh, you saved them from dire straits in the country that they come from. Oh, and possibly. you'd be looked as a hero. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just weird because they were like, you know, the man's trying to keep us down. I'm like, your dad is the man. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And then Rob Schneider's in the kitchen talking about how his parents are doing some kind of like research in the middle of fucking Nevada or some shit. And he's making the grossest omelet in the world. And then he's like, anchovy omelet. Uh, uh, uh. And then he's drop. They're driving so recklessly with the moto surfing and shit. I'm like, they should be dead. This movie's over. It's minute seven. They crashed. They're decapitated by a sign or something. So, Brandon, are you are you gonna sit here? You're gonna tell me that uh, that these scenes where Rob Schneider is breaking the fourth wall and talking to the audience and stuff like that, you didn't find that at least bit hilarious, or those no. little side jabs that he was throwing at Ernie's Ray Senior and things like that. You didn't find any of those amusing. No, I did. Nor did I find like. And to be fair, his grandmother apparently is from the Philippines, so him doing that Asian accent isn't completely racist, but it's still problematic. And at one point, he has a Hitler mustache. I was like, this nigga's all out of his goddamn mind. He's like, he's like your Scottish uncle, your uncle Iggy. He's like, come on, boys, come and get in here. I beat you with my bad leg. I'm just like, what? Oh, you fuck! You think this shit is hilarious? You're fucking yes. crazy. Because you're cackling right now. Like, what Ooh. is going on? Oh, this this one took me back, man. This took me back. Wouldn't the kids be in foster care even with this crazy ass uncle? Their house blew up. Oh no, 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 no. for sure. Well. Well, no, that's before the house blew because they go to the yeah, house yeah. and then they get attacked by all the ninjas that just keep popping out of nowhere. You got this nigga with an eye patch that's fighting ninjas, protecting these kids. And I'm just like, yeah. And it's also the fact is like, why didn't he stay? It's not like he was getting hit by these ninjas. It's like he is beating their ass. <laughs> like, like, like he is straight up just mopping the floor with these guys. There's really no reason for him to run away because he is literally a weapon. 
But also, it made no sense. No one's noticing these ninjas fighting. <laughs> yeah, it's like a regular converging on this one apartment. Well, no, even at the school. Over. Remember the, the ninjas are like by the window, and then he flips. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's fighting the ninja outside the window. I'm like, no one noticed that shit. Come people on, what people were so enthralled in learning. In and the nineties, <laughs> the generation that started all this shit. <laughs> Yes, that's that's why we're here right now because they were all, they were very studious. They were studious. <laughs> I just hate they wouldn't see no ninjas floating up around the windows. No, they were they were looking at they they're looking at trigonometry. Damn it! I get. I won't even get into that. Um, what? Because it's just everything you just said was stupid. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Also, the, the lip yeah, syncing, the ADR is gar- was so garbage. Like, okay, Justin, I, like I said, I remember as a kid, I enjoyed this movie yep. until, you know, I, I started reading and I started oh. watching other movies. Okay. Leslie Nielsen's performance is fucking nuts. Uh, nuts. Nuts. Absolutely. And nuts. they're saying that he has half a robot face because he got the other half smashed by an elephant. Yep. Elephants. Right and his, his kryptonite is water. Yep, because cause the hands made of metal fall in the water. You never know what can happen. Okay, Justin. I completely need you, nuts. Justin, I need you to <laughs> completely nuts. I need you, yes. Okay, I need you. To, I need you to. I need you to come to the. I need you to come to reality for a second. Okay, please. Right, I'm gonna come closer to reality. Want, Go ahead. Okay. You understand that this movie is fucking garbage, right? This movie's amazing. Uh, that's what I heard you saying. <laughs> you did not enjoy watching this. I enjoyed watching. There's this. no way you enjoy watching this. Leslie Nielsen's character uh, did, 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 would would we have been better off to have someone else playing that role? Yes, but I mean, the movie was great. This movie was so problematic, so sexist. I mean, once Kelly uh, Kelly Wu's character, whose character? Who? Gets- who wait, Kelly Hugh. Who? Yeah. Who? She she's she was a revelation back in the day. Yeah, she she was she's very. I mean, she's beautiful now. She's fifty five years no, old. Yeah, she's yeah. still looking great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's um, still looking great. But yeah, Loved I mean, immediately film. there's sexist towards her. Uh, Eddie Ernest Reyes. Well, hold, hold on, hold on. No, why was she sexist? For, no, I said they were sexist. Betrothed. Toward, they were sexist towards her. She was betrothed to be married, and then they you know they that's told not her, right. Well, I mean, Johnny's like my hold on, Betty. That, so hold on, hold on, possessive hold on. and shit. That's crazy. That, that's that you know that's that, that's you know that's customs. You know that's a customs of another country. So you know we can't say I that somebody country, from. Justin. Hey, hey, hey! But but that's in in this story. It, that's that's they have um, arranged marriages. Are you going to go to an Indian person and say like, hey, that's sexist, whatever? You know that's that's their culture, man. You can't shit on somebody's culture and say that it's sexist. Well, like that's that's the way they do things. You have to accept it. But at the same time, the moment she said, "Like I don't know about this whole getting married thing. I want to do my own thing." He he was he he didn't be like, "No, you got to marry me," and grab her by her hair and drag her behind a rock. That's because he, he had bigger fish to fry like right now. But you best believe, once he gets in that throne, he's gonna become Ike Turner probably. I don't know. Flipping around and kicking and shit. <laughs> Not Ernie's Rays Jr. That guy was was amazing. Great guy. 
I just I, I can't I can't I don't I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> this is such a this is so stupid. The movie made no sense. They just so their house blows up after like the ninjas come. Uh, yep. Zatch, who's Ernie Reyes senior, he fights yep. them off, but then they escape. The, the house blows up. The dad gets captured. He gets tortured on the island and shit. Um, mm-hmm. And they're slowly making their way to the island themselves. That's when they meet uh, Kelly uh, Hughes' character. Kwanzu, like, dude. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just, I just none of them make sense. <laughs> and the video game just started working, and that's how he was using it to to help uh, Johnny fight. And shit, I was just like, I, the 90s were fucking nuts. When it came to kids in the 90s, it was, it was a wild, wild west. Yeah, I mean, but, but like, like I said, you know, it's just, I, I think the moment that they, uh, where this movie does go off the rails a bit is with the fact is like, they're trying to shoehorn a lot of like random shit into the film, you know. A la the you know the Sega yeah. Game Gear and 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 all that other uh, junk that didn't necessarily need to be there. I think that like you know Rob Rob Schneider as the comedic um uh you know you know the comedic uh, uh character in in this film. I think that you know like his whole thing was just like him just like is like hey I'm the guy I'm the gonna be, be the prince. Basically, him just trying to whitewash this movie and making it about him. I mean, you didn't find that at least the, no. the least bit amusing. I, I don't think I, I never really found Rob Schneider funny. I didn't like the animal. I didn't like a uh, Deuce you Bigelow. Know, you know, it's funny. This is one of the the few things I found Rob Schneider funny. Oh no, I thought he was like gross and stupid completely. He gave he added nothing to the movie. If anything, he distracted it by one looking hella old. And two, trying to make it about himself, like so, a very white centric, like it's about me versus like helping drive the story forward. Damn, Everything he me. did, the improvisation was about him. It wasn't to, in service of the story or the comedy. But that makes sense because in UVA's trivia, um, it turned out that originally this was written as a straight action adventure somewhere in between Indiana Jones and the Goonies. But Rob Schneider, along with director Neil uh, Israel and some other people, did a rewrite of the film and turned the movie into this very schlocky, bizarre thing. Mm. So he's the reason why totally this is fucking nuts. <laughs> well, which is crazy because then you're, you're speaking about uh, Ernest Ray Jr., and you're saying that this destroyed him, and yada yada. It's like, oh yeah. You know, if that's the case, is that this not his fault? Oh no, it is because his agents should have fought for a better movie. So, uh, again, to your point, Uvius Trivia said uh, this film was made as a vehicle for Ernie Reyes Jr. because New Line Cinema, same studio who made the three original uh, Ninja Turtle movies and Surf Ninjas, saw potential in him after Turtles Two: Secret of the Use mm-hmm. opened to good numbers, and then he was given a three picture deal. With this being the first, following this movie's failure at the box office, his deal was terminated. <laughs> so that means he got a very, very hard call Monday morning after the box Kino. office receipts came in. Kino, they're like, "Hey, man, uh, <laughs> please tell me you didn't buy that new house you were looking at, because <laughs> um, <laughs> that bill gonna get a little get a little hard to pay off." You know what I mean? And the fact that he he got his father in there too. You know, it, it, it's tough. It's, it's a, tough. It's hard to have a family of family family box office bomb. That's tough yeah. to pull off. 
Also, Ernie, Ernie Reyes Jr., uh, senior, was not good either. Yes, he was doing some stunt work and stuff, but his acting was god-awful. I feel like you have a lot of uh, hate towards <laughs> Bro, there were ninjas fighting in skin-tight tiger tights. Like tiger stripes. And I was just like, what? why are the ninjas all different like outfits and shit? They should be uniform. Listen, man. Johnny was doing the best that he could <laughs> with what he was getting. And I think that he nailed it. What? What does Johnny have to do with this? I'm talking about the, the bad ninjas. <laughs> no, I said Johnny. I'm just saying I'm just saying, you know, Johnny, aka Ernest Ray Jr. Or Ernie Ray Jr. did the best that he could with this. And I think he nailed it. I think he did a decent job with what he had with what he had. Well, maybe if you had bought fifty million tickets <laughs> that would have been proven true. But you did it. <laughs> because this movie I I would if I could. <laughs> They were torturing the white dad, and I was like, why? He don't know nothing. Well, he's the one who took those kids out of there. But he doesn't, part of it. he doesn't know where they are. They're trying to find them. I know, but also holding him will make sure that they come to save the dad, and then they'll come right to you. That is, you know, basically textbook villainage. This is true. This is true. Yeah. There's nothing new in this. It's just insanity because they added a Sega Game Gear element. That again, they never explain how that works. Yeah, I mean, they said. And that then he's at one point, the game. Great seer. At, the, at one point, the game is like he's living the game out in real time. Like at the end, it shows him like giving a thumbs up and like, yeah, we're. I just I hate. So are they saying yeah, the, the Game Gear thing was was really stupid? Are they positing really that stupid. Johnny can't fight without the game? No, no. He he is he is a, a natural fighter. It's like he's like he didn't even have to train. He was going to be the you know the you know the, one of the world's greatest fighters. Okay. And but the kid was supposed to be the younger brother. I don't know why I, I, the kid. I can't remember his freaking name. Uh, he was Adam. supposed to be uh, he's supposed to be like a seer. Like, so he'd be able to see the future, but like his vessel was the game that he was using the game. He doesn't have to use it, but because he's so attached to it, like that's his vessel for, you know, you know, um, for uh, showing it that power. Okay. I still, nothing, there were no rules to this. Yeah, well, you know, that's what you say. You gotta give me more. You picked this for your birthday. You gotta give it more because I'm not. I'm not trying to entertain this movie. Nothing. You mean you nothing? Because, bro, we, we, we Tone Loke just shows up. He <laughs> He's just a shows cop, up. man. He He's shows a cop. They, Tone Loke was a cop. He was on the beat. He was trying to save these kids. He's a young black man in in Hold on, hold on, hold on. He was a he was With a that black man. <laughs> He was a black man in California, and he's trying to help kids. He's trying to help Filipino kids, these little kids who nobody cares hey, about. Hey, man, you nobody know what I'm Tone Loke. I'm going to talk like this. I talk like I eat gravel for dinner all day. I, I, I don't know why Sling Boulain is here. <laughs> That's how he, he sounds crazy. No, he doesn't. It's, Tone Loke is an iconic voice. He do the wild thing. Mm-mm, mm-mm. 
if you if you play Wild Thing for uh, a Gen Z person right now, they would not have any idea what they're listening to. That's how time works, Brandon. Well, no, I just I like Tone Loke didn't (laughs) he didn't stand the test of time is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think uh, that voice is iconic the way that you're. Tone Loke was big in the 80s and 90s. There's tons of people that 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 they wouldn't know about. A lot of them don't know who the hell Coolio is. Yeah, that's a lot of them, yeah. A lot of them don't know who a lot of people are, Jesus Brandon. You can't paradise. use the, you can't use that against. I, I'd rather against watch this guy. How long was this? Like eighty minutes or some shit. I'd rather watch Gangsters Paradise for eighty minutes straight. <laughs> the music video just over and over and over again to the and ever you have to would watch be, this. You would be doing yourself a disservice. And like Simba says in the chat, Brandon had blind anger for this movie. Oh, you yeah. have blind anger. You can't see all the fun nuggets that are all around this film because you're just you're hurt. You're, you're you got that bile. You got that bile just all up in you. You're like get the bile up out of you and enjoy a film. Enjoy the martial arts. Enjoy Kelly Hugh just just looking delicious on film. Just uh, enjoy enjoy the co- comedic. Um, now you just uh, stuttered. Listen, this nigga, this nigga was so crazy. They handcuffed him, and then the, he he got free. They're like, "How'd you get free?" He said, "I had the key." Like, How'd you have a key? I swallow a key every Tuesday. This nigga was troubled, and then he said, "I'm I'm coming with y'all to this yeah. island because I'm a need- no no." This nigga said some crazy shit. He said, "I'm in need of some serious laughs." I wrote down me too, and then he said, <laughs> "He's like, I'm gonna go with y'all." I was like, "Nigga, you going international?" Unprepared, you ain't ever coming home. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You ain't got a passport. Well, and he, he didn't need a passport. Like he was going on a boat. <laughs> First of all, niggas ain't niggas shouldn't get on boats like that. Yeah, but but he on the boat. He on the boat. He need a vacation. He needs some laughs. He was like, it seems y'all kids got some shit going on, so I'm just gonna join on with it. Wow, thing. <laughs> that was not black certified. <laughs> I mean, listen, we're, you're also sitting here breaking down a man who swallows keys every Tuesday. <laughs> His gut is packed full of keys and metal. Come on now. You got to understand oh, yeah. that this guy needs time away. First of he all, that didn't even make sense. First of all, that didn't even make sense. Okay, let's say he, he got free because he swallowed a key and he shit it out, right? One, mm-hmm. how to get his pants off to, t- to get into the shit. So he shit his pants. Okay. <laughs> how do you get the key from the shit? <laughs> He, he just got it down his leg. He's a shake. I'm done. I'm done. You know, he stop. just went <laughs> You know what's great? Just stop. Take the L. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> this, is, this is so stupid. Brandon, Brandon. Oh, shit. Brandon. Let me tell you. Not oh, God. It's another story shit story. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm pretty sure I told this on the podcast, but it's been a minute. When I used to work at the school of Yonkers, it was this kid. <laughs> he asked the dude to do standardized testing, and he asked the teacher if he could go to the bathroom. And the teacher was like, no, you have to finish your test. You can't leave in the middle of the standardized test. He's like, I really got to go to the bathroom, Mr. Kelly. He's like, he's like, you can't go. You have to finish your test before you go to the bathroom. And this kid shit on himself. But now he's a big child. But when he shit, 
it was like he just he shit a fucking brick out and it just rolled down his pantlet and just sitting on the floor in the research center and he started crying he runs off to the bathroom there's just a brick sitting on the floor and then they sit the boy in his eyes like Joe you go in there and talk to him and he goes he's like yeah Mr. Talk Charles to I know <laughs> yeah, talk to him about what <laughs> So my boy Joe walks in, he goes, hey, he's like, oh, hey, (laughs) he's like, hey, man, uh, yeah, he like puts his hands up like, I don't know what the fuck to say to you. And he goes, I know, Mr. Charles, this happens every other year. So it's like, wait, wait, you consistently shit on yourself every year. That's terrible. They probably have digestive issues and shit. What? The crazy thing was, it wasn't this. We weren't talking about no diarrhea, Brandon. This was a brick of shit that he somehow <laughs> projected down his fucking legs and onto the floor. Oh, and then they gave him. They they went to the office and they gave him fucking sweatpants that said "juicy" across the ass, and he walked around. With his shitty pants and drawers in a in a plastic bag that he carried around with him for the rest of the day, I was like, "Yo, <laughs> schools were brutal back in the day. Inner city schools, fuck you, guy." <laughs> but that's what I think happened with Tone Loke in this film. He shit down and he just jingled it down his leg. He's jiggling, baby, go ahead, baby. And then he he like kind of you know got through the shit to unlock himself. I, I mean, at this point, you may as well just write a book about shit stories. You have so many. <laughs> you may as well. You ain't working. Just write the book at this point. Ooh. Oh. Just call them my shit stories. <laughs> uh, shit, shit and me. <laughs> it's just I can't. I can't understand why you have so many shit stories. But. Sure, bowel that's, movements that never end. That's how Tone Loke uh, got free. He fucking shit his pants, so he's he should stink to high heaven. Um, <laughs> I he wash himself in the ocean. That's salt water, bro. He still washes ass. It, salt water doesn't really clean you, though. I mean, no. I mean, like he, if you bathe in the ocean, that's not really getting clean, though. I mean, it's got some scrubbing action because you got the salt in there, so, so it acts as exfoliant. But then it, it cakes on, though. Like that's the thing, though. It's it's like a you got to wash off the salt at some point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you wash it off later on, but you know, you got to wash his ass. So you know, it's, you get it off you. You just mumbled words. You didn't actually say anything. Clear. No, I said it. Simba, you understand what I'm saying, don't you? Yeah. Simba's like, yeah, he got it. Simba is a uh, person in the chat, by the way. He's not talking to Simba from the Lion King in his mind. Maybe <laughs> I am, nigga. <laughs> right. Maybe I am. Uh, according to Uvius Trivia, Tone Loke actually uh, got sick from the food in Thailand. Thailand wasn't a big movie-making country, so the caterers weren't professional caterers for movies. Every single day, they would have a huge vat of rice and some vegetables and meats, and the actors weren't even sure what the meals were. Oh, boy. Especially mm. for Tone Loke being the only black person on that set. They were probably feeding him eel and all kinds of shit. Listen, I, I'm down with, you know, eating, you know, 
kind of like you know different kinds of cuisines from other. Yeah, countries. but you got to yeah. make sure it's pre- prepared properly. You know, if like if they're making well, large I mean, quantities of food and they're not ready for that, that could be you, really bad. You don't know whether it's prepared properly until you find out it was not prepared properly. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and you can get that same sort of terrible shit here in New York City. It doesn't matter where you're at. Yeah. I mean that that's just I mean and you get that you get it at McDonald's you get it at a high end restaurant it it really doesn't matter. Have you ever so, uh, nigga ain't washing his hands he ain't washing his hands. Have so, you ever heard of someone um getting a, a a salad and like asking if the kale's been um massaged? That's insane. I went to lunch with a white, white coworker folks. and she yeah yeah I was about to say she, white she asked stuff. for the kale to be massaged. Can you massage the kale? Kinda, is this yeah. free range kale? <laughs> I, are you sustainably sourcing your kale? <laughs> it was not great. It was it was a weird experience, and I was like, "Well, I'm never going to lunch with you now." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. She, I was Wait, like, "What do you?" I was like, "What do you mean by massage?" She's like, "You know, they 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 touch and they fluff it up," and I'm like. What? Wait, so what did the person behind the bar, the salad bar, say? No, if it's a person at the restaurant, they were like, no. Wait, they, uh, yeah, they were just like, no, we don't massage the kale. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So they were just like, bitch, you want massaging kale, you could do that yourself. It was weird because the waitress was white as well, so it was like these two white women just kind of staring at each other. Like One was like, you you got to do this for me, right? And the other one's like, you fucking crazy? We're not going to do this for you. It was a so very basically- interesting white moment. So basically, they were on the different spectrums yeah, of the white. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, didn't that, see that, that a long time. Yeah. I just put them on their heads to explode. <laughs> oh, I uh, I wrote down, you know, um, when Leslie Nielsen's uh, malfunctioning because of, like, the, you know, the, the video game and stuff like that, he's essentially jerking himself off in front of a child. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was weird. He grabbed his own dick. Like, and that was improvis- improvisation. That's fucked up, <laughs> which I have a feeling it was. Because this you know, nigga had fart machines on set. So, you know, he was trying first, to do some Mac- Michael Jackson shit. First of all, Leslie Nielsen it was a fucking legend. Yes. Comedy legend. And, you know. Even though I know, never cared in, for Nicky Gunn. Rest, rest in power to res- Leslie Nielsen, you know, and, you know. I'm going to never let Brandon come on this show and sully your great reputation by by in, even inferring that you were being inappropriate to a child. Are you done? So don't do that, Brandon. Are you done? Yes. Okay. Okay. Legend. He's not, I mean, this movie made him... Anyways. Uh, then they had the surfing ninja scene. We're all in the waves and the ninja. I was just like this. And then the fake close ups with the people surfing. And you're like, again, it's the 90s. They probably didn't have that much of a budget. I just, I. What? Justin, I just don't, I don't, I don't know what to say. That's why I'm like, I'm looking at you like, come on, bro. This is your birthday. No, no, no. Like, I, it's going to be me Brandon, huffing a puff. Brandon, for Brandon, Brandon, hour. Brandon. This is all I wanted for my birthday. <laughs> it's all I wanted for my birthday. That's all I want. I want to see you squirt. This is great. This is great for me. This is great. I, and I, 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 and thank you, thank you for sitting and reviewing this film with me because this is everything that you're giving. The, all the questions that you're asking. Yes. Nothing. It. Nothing made sense. Even at the end. They okay. First they of made all, sense. 
Oh, we didn't even talk about the school assembly and the bomb, bomb, Moran whole thing. Yeah. Okay. And with the the acapella group and shit, I was just well, like, okay. What? First of all, first of all, I'm gonna explain that to you right, real quick. So they have an Asian guy coming to the school, <laughs> and they're just like, "Hey, Asian kid, do yes. something Asian for this guy." So they were being racist, yes. and he was just like, "Well, whatever." And he just basically turned the racism on them. That's 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 what it was. If if that were a black kid and somebody from Africa was coming and he did some bullshit like that, I would congratulate him. It was like, cause fuck them people, make them look bad. So I'm, 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 you, we should all be uh, uh, fine with that scene. I wasn't because the lip singing was terrible. Ah, the lip singing, the lip singing. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Dude. That's what you're worried about. The lip singing, the lip singing, the ADR, everything was terrible. And also, I mean, the, the ending was just rushed in garbage. They're the randomly princesses. So they're not going back to America. I no, they know. are. They are. They are. He's, he's, he's basically dissolving the monarchy. He's freeing all the people. He's just like, yo, you, you guys can do, you know, uh, run your comp- uh, country and whatnot. He's like, I'm going back to high school. And like, I want to live my life. He was in high school. Yes, he was 16 years old. He just turned 16 years old. That's crazy. He did not look 16. Yeah, he was 16 years old in this for, for this film. I just, I'm so frustrated. I'm just. I don't I, know why you're frustrated. You you were literally watching a film that was just laid out for you, just like a beautiful salad uh, bar. Just, just look, at, look, at, look at that. Massage that fucking kale. Look, all of it is right there ahead of you. But you know what? You were too busy looking for dirty less, lettuce. You're looking for dirty lettuce. You're looking for that unmassaged um, kale, and you couldn't enjoy the wonderful spread in front of you. That's what it is. According to UBS research, this movie only made $4.9 million at the box office. It was a bomb yes. because there was no promotion or marketing. It was during a mm-hmm. time period when New Line Cinema was changing hands, so it fell through the cracks. It was a sign that it wasn't going to do well. Uh, it was a sign that it wasn't going to do well when the premiere was being put on the Reyes's in their hometown with their own money. Oh, so they had to put up their own money for the premiere. Okay. Yeah. That, already knew he was in trouble. He'd be like, Listen. hey, hey, buddy. Uh, yeah, the development deal. How much did you pay for the premiere party? But you know what, Brandon? I, I mean, you know, yes, it's all fun and games, but you know, the if they did that because he was a young you know, person of color, and oh, they I'm didn't sure. care about. I'm it. sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So, like, you know, I I would hope we're they not celebrating the demise. No, no. They probably did some test screenings or something like that. They probably knew that this was a stinker. I mean, it was shot in five weeks. Yeah, they they rushed it, and 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 they and they, they if they didn't put any care to it, and they, then they're gonna just fucking they're gonna blame him. They like, had like, no. Yeah, it, like nothing made sense. It felt like uh, Tati said it felt like in the five weeks that they shot it. That's also when they wrote it. And I was like, yeah, because literally told Loke's character, he's like, yeah, I'm just going to go with y'all because I need a vacation. Like, that's not how life works, bro. You don't have a job when you come back. <laughs> no, he just he's just like, hey, you know, I found them kids. I found them kids. I got them. You know, I got taken hostage, but I'm good now. No, he lost his job. And that's why in blank check, he's working for that crazy nigga trying to get Preston's money. 
You're right though. <laughs> you're, you're probably right on that. You're probably right on that. I'll give you. I'll give you that one. I'll this is a prequel that. to Blaine Jack. It's just as insane. Again, the nineties were crazy for kids. No, no, they were. The nineties between between this blank check, camp nowhere, kids were unhinged and left to their own devices in the nineties. And we haven't even reviewed heavyweights on the show. Well, they fucking take over the camp. Mm-hmm. So you know that Ernie Ray Jr. in this film, he was only twenty three years old. No, twenty one years old. Okay. Twenty one years old when this one uh, came out. That's a that's a hard lesson to learn when you're 21. Yeah, actually, yes, that's a hard that, lesson. Like you know, that that is kind of rough. I mean, so like, yes, he, he uh, you know, Ernest Ray Jr. didn't have the career that he probably hoped for. That picture deal didn't work out, but he still did a ton of stunt work and things like that. So he he still definitely had a career, just not as um, awesome as he thought it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, he was in Last Dragon. He's in Barry Gordy's Last Dragon. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, you know, he he came a long way in his in his career. I mean, this guy. Well, this came work. out. This came out after Barry Gordy's Last Dragon. Barry Gordy's Last Dragon came out in the eighties. Yeah, this came out in ninety three, right? Yeah. And like that's what I'm saying. Like he had he he's even by uh, by this point he's had a pretty damn good career. Okay. Okay. Because he was yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. like a. Like Barry Gordy's last track, and yes, like he was just in a you know a scene or two, but like it was also he was like a memorable uh, characters. Yeah, you know, he had a bit of a standout uh, scene in there. Mm. There's a little Asian kid kicking ass. Yeah, I just, I mean, this is a hard fall though. Let's be honest. Like this is a because you know you're you're but, doing but that. It's, that's that's Hollywood though. Yeah, yeah, that's Hollywood though. Because you know. The, Let's be totally honest. Like for the most part, that's more of a setup. You know what I'm saying? And then you, then you had, you know, you let other, you know, other people come in. They do like he didn't have any control. Mm. You know, somebody else comes in. They they change the movie around. They you know they basically dick him around, and then they kind of bury it, and they don't put any money towards it. Like, like what? Honestly, what it sounds to me is that like somebody didn't necessarily want him to have that push and they kind of just like you know said whatever with this film yeah probably probably but uh justin break down our rating system baby stop calling me baby so guys you know how we do this we rate movies bags of popcorn small medium large and the xl40 exceptional if a film nope this film deserves popcorn so i'm not even gonna talk about no nope, no nope. explain the dog shit for the new listeners <laughs> no I, I won't i won't explain guys, our rotten ratings please the 1993 <laughs> family comedy film surf ninjas <laughs> i would not watch this with a family unless you want to have a mad suicide <laughs> I'm going to watch this with my kids later on. Family comedy <laughs> You don't film, want them to love you no more. Surf Ninjas starring Ernie Ray Jr., Ernie Ray Sr., Rob Schneider, Tone Loke, and the amazing Leslie Nielsen. Brandon, what say you? Uh, Yeah, this gets 6.5 million piles of dog shit. Uh, dog shit is not on there. Yeah, yeah. So for <laughs> folks uh, that are unaware, dog shit is where any movie that doesn't deserve a bag of popcorn gets put into. Um, and so I'm doing $6.5 million uh, piles of dog shit, which is the number of the budget, supposedly, that this movie had, um, even though I think some of that probably was mo- money laundering. Um, 
this nonsensical, uh, horribly edited, horribly written, horribly improvised, horribly marketed, and it's a marketing tool as a film. Just didn't. It's terrible. This this was a slog to get through. I had to fight myself to stay awake to get through this shit, and I hated young Brandon. For watching this several times. My grandmother had, God rest her soul, had so much fucking patience. <laughs> to have watched this with me, probably. My Lord. Uh, Justin, I know, I know you're going to give it a butter popcorn and shit because it's your birthday movie, but you know better. You know the truth. Give your rating. Give your bullshit ass rating. <laughs> this is an XL, guys. <laughs> you nigga. You this is an XL coming from me. I'm not putting this on Rotten Tomatoes. This is not, this is a, hey, hey, this is an XL. Justin, you cannot bring down Paddington 2, but then give us XL. And XL. Okay. XL. Justin loved it. I loved it, and I will watch it again. You better be being facetious, or you never get invited to a film festival ever again. No, I'm, I'm, I, I will watch it again. Surf Ninjas is one of my favorite movies. It brings me back to a simpler time. I love the martial arts. Ernest Ray Jr., uh, I always thought he, he was great, and obviously things didn't necessarily work out for him with, with his career, but that doesn't mean that he's not a talented brother. So, like, I, I, I very much enjoy this film. Um, I do wish that they gave us somebody other than Leslie Nielsen, even though he's phenomenal. But, like, I don't think this was necessarily a role for him. It was a little too, too campy. Um, I think they should have gave us somebody a little bit more threatening, but then might maybe made him a little bit uh, camp. You know, add some camp to that. But, um, yeah, I think, it, you know, it's a fun film. You don't take it that seriously. And if, if you just go into it, it's something like, hey, I'm I'm just here to have fun. I'm here to have fun. See a little bit of martial arts. And you know, and, and just some just just you know craziness. Yeah, you have a good time. So Surf Ninjas XL. We did get a Patriot thought on Surf Ninjas, and folks, remember you sign up Patreon at patreon.com slash me and Parker and guarantee to have your thoughts and reviews of the film we're talking about right on that episode. So uh the one uh Patriot thought we got was from Simba Jackson, who's actually in the chat with us. And remember patreon.com slash me and you could join us good. live from recording these episodes. And he wrote three words, brothers don't surf. This movie is a deep cut to my childhood. I've been singing ba-ram-ram since I was six years old. This is a wild ride. Leslie Nielsen was a bumbling idiot. R.I.P. to the dude who kept getting kicked down the stairs. Monsoon dudes. (laughs) Love it. I love it. I don't want to do this anymore. It's okay. It's okay. I got I got I don't want you to have, you, you have your opportunity in June. No, I don't. I'm not going to make it to June. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going to make it to June. I'm telling you right now. I'm so frustrated with what we just talked about. I'm sorry you feel that way, Brandon. I'm very sorry you feel that way. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm, yes, yeah, in the chest, like Brandon just quit the podcast. I don't know. I mean, I'll be here next week. We'll record again. I broke them, guys. I really am so upset. (laughs) Because you know what it is? It's that, yes, I can see you have an infinity for this movie, and I know you like to see me tortured, but this, bro, come on. I'm exhausted just trying to get through this. But, folks, you know, as always, you can follow me at Frodo underscore Blackens 
on all social media platforms. You can follow the show, Media P Podcast, on all those same platforms. Um, also, go on TikTok. We're there as well. And uh, YouTube.com slash Media P Podcast. Let's push that subscribe button so you get a little about all future uh, videos of our ugly mugs, as well as celebrity interviews. And um, a UV in the chest asking, is this worse than Only the Strong? No, Only the Strong was entertaining. <laughs> Only the Strong was fucking nuts, but at least it was entertaining. And that, that movie's still bad, too. But at least like it had some funny like fights and stuff like that. This is just bad from start to finish. I think mostly because it's Rob Schneider and just, anyway, okay. Justin, how can people follow you as the birthday man to celebrate your, uh, your time of birth and uh, your 57th birthday? Yeah. Okay. Guys. I mean, listen, if I'm 57 years old, I look good as fuck. For 57, exactly, yeah. So See? anyhow, uh, guys, you can follow me at J Brown did it on the socials. Uh, you can also follow this show and support this show with patreon.com slash medium popcorn. We have $2, $5, $10 and $15 packages. Uh, also guys, remember that we are going to South by Southwest. So, we, uh, you know, signing up to Patreon helps if you just don't have a monthly, um, you know, budget to actually just throw something out every month. You can always go to beingpopcorn.com and actually hit a little donut donate button and you can send us a little something extra, a little, little something, something, you know, maybe That's even right. a donut, a donut. You can send us a donut, but the little money will actually help with our trip so we can uh, bring all these exclusives to you. But again, take yourself to patreon.com slash medium popcorn, sign up for Patreon because that is the best way. That's right. Slap it up, put it down, everybody. Everyone get around. All right, y'all. Happy birthday, Justin. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry that your birthday brought the end of this podcast. Yeah, well, you know, I knew that my birth would mean the end of something. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> We are two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah. Brandon Collins. That's me. And Justin Brown for your moving needs. Medium popcorn. Woo! You haven't seen it? Well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if